Welcome to the First Player Token Podcast, a short podcast for folks who enjoy playing board games with family and friends. I'm your host, Derek Bruff. In this episode, we round up some lone wolves and carve out our territory in The Wolves. Because you got a you got a range of four. So. Oh, I have a wolf in there. I forgot. But I have another move, right? I get a second action. You get a second action, yeah. Hmm. Can I just move more wolves? Sure, yeah. Well, you can just move everything, everybody, if you want to. Yeah, oh, I don't have any forests, guys. Like a den, you can den. You could forest if you really wanted to. You could den on the rock. Oh yeah. Or you could dominate. Um. Whichever, or you could dominate I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna do forest, I think. Okay. So, one, two, three, four. Yes. Whatever. He'll get there at some point. <laughs> Seven. <Hey. party>. Seven. <laughs> <party>. Help! <laughs> Lucy, you can dominate him. <laughs> I know. Oh no! I've lost so many wolves. <laughs> The Wolves is a 2022 game designed by Ashwin Kamath and Clarence Simpson, with vibrant art by Paulina Linyama, and a quality production from publisher Pandasaurus Games. In The Wolves, between two and five players, each controls a pack of wolves vying for territory across a wilderness. That wilderness is full of different terrain, including mountains, grasslands, forests, deserts, and tundra, all represented by colorfully illustrated hexagons on a semi-randomized map that you set up at the start of play. Each player gets a different wolf faction that aligns with one of the terrain types. There are rocky wolves for the mountains, grass wolves for the grasslands, and so on. Each faction comes with a slew of wooden tokens, including wolves and alpha wolves, and a richly illustrated player board to keep those tokens organized. The colorful components of this game, including the wolf faction tokens and the player boards, are what initially caught my eye. So before diving into the gameplay, let's spend a little time looking at the components with some color commentary from my wife Emily and our kids. We have five wolf packs here. Um, There's the grass wolves, the forest wolves, the rocky wolves, the tundra wolves, and the desert wolves. I have put the the wolf pieces for the tundra wolf on their board. So they're, it's a blue board, it's blue pieces. I have the other sets of wolf pieces here in front of us. Um, what color would you call each of these, these, these wolf packs? Can I give my opinion too? After I ask mom, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so this is a violet color. It's a nice mid-tone and then we have a olive green and we have a um a nice umber color and then Mm, what is umber it's like a brownish gray okay it's not burnt umber it's just umber it's just umber it has not been burned yet yes okay and then a neon yellow olive green definitely yellow Mm -hmm. and then what color Blue would put. Oh, yeah, that. that's that's just a nice light blue. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, the second question is which of these wolf pieces go with which of the wolf packs and the player boards? 
I would say the umber goes in the desert. Okay. And the olive green goes in the forest. Mm, okay. And the yellow goes in the grass. And the violet goes in the rocky wolf. Hmm. And why did you match those up that way? Because the words are that color <laughs> on each of those boards. So otherwise, there's no way to match them because you could technically put the green one in the grass, but then grass the yellow green. one doesn't have anywhere to go except in the desert. Mm. Maybe, but then the umber doesn't have anywhere to go. And so... I mean, maybe the rocky wolves live in mountains and mountains are kind of umber colored, but then mm -hmm. where does the purple go? Is that purple or violet? That, that is right. I mean, purple and violet are interchangeable. Okay. So. Good to know. Mid-tone violet. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I forgot to ask. How would you name these colors? Okay. I kind of agree with her on everything. It, it's, and it's a wise also, strategy. Yeah. This one would be, to me, it's like an, a hunter green mm. more. But everything else is... As she described it. Okay, she did good on her color naming. Mm -hmm. All right. Would you would you change anything? Change a name of a color or swap any of the the pieces? No. You also agree? Yeah. Okay. Is there correct? <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for that because when I first tried to put the the player pieces with the boards, I got very confused because I didn't notice that. The like the logos, the words forest wolf and grass wolf were well, that was a clue. That's how you match up the because the, again you think grass is green, right? But in mm. fact, in this game, the grass wolves are yellow. So we'll see. Our grass is yellow. Mm, that's true. <laughs> it is pretty yellow right now. <laughs> yeah. We'll have a little more color commentary from the family later in the episode. After each player picks a wolf faction, they'll take turns adding a few of their wolf tokens to the middle of the map. Your pack starts off small, but you'll expand in both number and reach as you play through the game. Each turn you get two actions, which can include moving your wolves around the map, howling at lone wolves scattered across the map to recruit them to your pack, building a den to increase your movement or howl range, upgrading a den to a lair to enhance your presence in a region, or dominate another player's wolf into joining your pack. What makes the wolves so interesting to play is how you select your actions each turn. Above your player board, you have five double-sided terrain tiles, initially showing each of the five terrain types on the map. You also have a sixth terrain tile that matches your wolf faction, mountain, grass, forest, desert, or tundra. The sixth terrain tile has the same terrain on both sides, while the other five terrain tiles have different terrains on each side. To perform an action, you must have terrain tiles showing the terrain where you want to do the action. So if you want to move some wolves into tundra hexagons on the map, you'll need a tile, terrain tile showing tundra. If you want to howl at a lone wolf that's on a forest hex, or if you were trying to build a den on a forest hex, you'll need two tiles showing forest. After you take the action, you flip those terrain tiles to their other side which affects the places where you can perform actions next, since most of your tiles, again, have different terrains on each side. That sixth tile, the one that matches your wolf faction, is the only one that shows the same terrain on both sides. 
That means, for instance, that the desert wolves are going to be more effective working on desert hexes on the map, since they always have a desert side showing on their terrain tiles. In order to do well in this game, you always need to be planning one or two moves ahead. You might flip a mountain tile to move your alpha wolf into howling range of a lone wolf, but if that lone wolf is on a mountain hex, you'll need two mountain tiles to recruit it, and you just flipped one to its other side. You might need to move into position first, then flip that tile again for some other action, maybe building a den elsewhere on the map, so that you'll be ready to howl at the start of your next turn if that lone wolf is still there and hasn't been snatched up by some other pack. I've never seen an action selection mechanism like this before, and I really like it. It limits your choices, but not by hiding information from you, and it's very smooth once you get the hang of it. This is a game that rewards being clever. You only get two actions per turn, but there are some ways to get bonus actions. And if you can plan your terrain tile flipping to pull off three big moves in a row, it's a very good feeling. And note that the terrain tiles have a little icon showing which terrain is on the back of the tile, so you don't have to remember or check what terrain you'll get when taking an action and flipping a tile. Speaking of the visuals and the wolves, let's hear from our color commentary team again. Well, um, do you have any other uh, commentary on the color that you see in this game that you've never played before? I do like the use of the midtone colors mm -hmm. because it, I mean, the yellow isn't midtone, it's pretty bright, but mm. it just gives it a really nice, it's an easy to look at game. Yeah, mm. it's, a, it's, good, it's a good combination of these colors. When you say mid-tone, you mean not too bright, not too dark. Right. Gotcha. Maybe like nature. Right. They're very rich colors, but they're mm. not... Um, I could imagine seeing all these colors in nature. Mm. Do you have any other questions or comments on the colors here? <laughs> the yellow is a little too bright. <laughs> it's, it stands out a little. Stands it, out does, a little it does kind of stand out. Yeah. It's usually, than the other ones. Yeah. I would usually I would say, if you're yellow, you'd probably just go bye bye because everybody notices notices what you're doing. It would be hard to camouflage in the in the wilderness yes. if you're a bright yellow wolf. Yep. So last question, each of you, if you had to pick the color that you would want to play with, which of these colors would you go for? I would. I mean, you probably already know I would go with um, the violet. The violet, all right, nice. I'll go to tundra. Tundra, going blue. Yep, going old blue. favorite blue. Yeah, safe bet. Yeah, Daniel took mine. Yeah, mm. I also I like really the like that tundra. color blue. Yeah, yeah it's very. It pretty. is your birthstone. Yep. I, yeah, I do like that one. But I'd probably go for the yellow because I like how this board looks. It's got a really fun lime green background mm. with the yellow. What so. about you, Derek? Oh, um, do you have a guess? Green. I do like my green. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's pretty good. Nice. Yeah. Well, thank you all for this color commentary. It was excellent. Yes. And that concludes our first family color commentary section here on the podcast. Thank you very much, family. In spite of all those relaxing midtones, The Wolves is a game that rewards being aggressive. These are wolf packs, after all. 
The map is divided into a number of regions, and each region will be scored at a different point in the game, depending on a Phase of the Moon token placed in that region during setup. Whichever player's wolf pack has the most presence in a region, where wolves and dens count for one point each, and layers count for three points each, that pack will score the most points when that region is scored, with some points given away for the second place pack. This type of game is what we call in the board game hobby an area control game. You want to grow your pack as fast as you can, either by howling at lone wolves to recruit them, or using that dominate action to convert opponent's wolves to your pack. The dominate action is hard to pull off, however, since it requires three tiles showing of the same terrain type. Of the five regular terrain tiles you have, you'll never have more than two showing the same terrain, no matter how you flip them. So you'll want to target a wolf on a terrain hex matching your wolf faction, since then maybe you can use that six tile for a total of three matching tiles. Or you'll need one of the bonus terrain tokens, which gives you a one-time use terrain of your choice. All that to say, dominating an opponent's wolf is hard to pull off, but extremely rewarding when you do so, and also quite frustrating for the owner of that wolf. There are a few other ways you can get an edge over another wolf pack, from dominating one of their dens to using your alpha wolf to push one of their non-alpha wolves out of a hex. There are also some prey tokens on the map, and if you surround one of them with three of your wolves, you get the prey, which gives you a bonus action and some bonus points. There are only so many prey tokens, and for that matter, only so many lone wolf tokens, so fast-moving packs can get a leg up. Also, those layers can only go in certain places, so there's a bit of a race happening for key positions in the high point value regions. I really like this game. I like how clever it can make me feel. I like the liberty it gives me to be as aggressive as I can be, and I like how quickly it escalates. This isn't a long game, and I'm often surprised by how fast the end comes. But that's another chance to be clever, because if you can end the game on your turn while your wolves have control in a region, you can clinch your victory. Full disclosure, I've only played this game with my kids once. The rest of my plays have been digital ones, using the website Board Game Arena. So I can't fully recommend this as a family game, although if your kids are 12 and up, and they don't mind the negative player interaction, dominating each other's wolves and such, I think your family will enjoy the wolves. Once you get the game set up, it plays in about 75 minutes. I'm You're going, dinning, right? Yeah, I'm going to den. I'm going to oh. take another turn. Yep. I'm just going to immediately put that back. And I'm going to move desert, move there, and I get to eat. No, I was going to eat 16 points, baby. <sighs> that was a good move. Yeah, you, yeah, you don't have that type of animal yet. <laughs> yeah, you just picked up seven more points. Uh, I was literally going to eat that's that. That's why I didn't do that. <laughs> oh, that would have been a good move. You're not going to have a turn, though, because all I have to do is do anything interesting. <laughs> interesting. I end it. So, that's what you where want are my situations? Help me. Help me. That's not going to do anything. You can't. No, but Harding didn't build any layers, though, so. Yeah, it's not over yet. Narrator. It was over. My nephew beat me by three points, 47 to 44. That's it for this episode of the First Player Token Podcast. See the show notes for photos of the wolves, as well as a link to buy a First Player Token coffee mug. And if you found this or any episode of the podcast useful, please share it on social media or with a friend. I've been your host, Derek Bruff. Thanks for listening. Now it's time to play some games.
Testing, testing, testing. Testing. Any other outtakes? <laughs> Living like a rock star. Spend a lot of money on my brand new guitar. <laughs>